Hey fam. Hello, hello, hello. Family. I'm in a different area today. I'm in my room. I'm laying in my bed. And I just want to read you something, right? I just want to read this to you. It's John 15. Family, I used to read this like every day. Oh, I'm about to read it. I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. Mm. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. that, That hit me. That hit me when I was reading it. Remain in me. And I will remain in you, right? Because a lot of times, this world has a way with making you feel so alone, you know? And just to hear the Lord say, remain in me and I will remain in you. It's just that oneness. Remember we were talking about oneness? It's just that oneness that the Father wants to share with us. And I, and I just want to tell somebody, remain in in him and he will remain in you okay sometimes it's not going to feel like the lord's there sometimes you know you might feel forsaken but let me tell you something he's still there he's still there he is still there right now he is with you right now he is in the midst rest in that rest in knowing that okay it says, um, hold on. You have already been pruned. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where I'll leave off at? Okay, no, I'm sorry. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Unless you remain in him. You cannot bear the fruits that you are trying to bear. You, you you need to remain in him. He, Jesus is the way. Do you hear me? If you want to be fruitful, if you desire the fruits of the spirit, if you desire the Lord, if you just desire to be able to get up out your bed and live your day, you have to remain in him and he will remain in you. Okay? That means you keep him with you all day. You remember that the Lord is with me all day. You don't forget that the Lord is there. You treat him like he's there because he is. You spend your days in worship. You spend your days in praise. Always keep the Lord in the in, in your mind, you know? He wants you to live a life, but he wants to live a life with you, you know? Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you bring you are my true disciples. 
This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. Oh, he's saying remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confine in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father told me. This is my favorite part right here. You didn't choose me. I chose you. We did not choose him. He chose us. He chose Jesus chose us. We didn't choose him. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruits so that the father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love each other. Mm. Family, the Lord has appointed us to produce a lasting fruit. The Lord is only going to have us do what he graces us to do. He has graced us to produce lasting fruits. Receive his grace today. Just say, Lord, I receive your grace. That's all that there is to it. To say, Lord, I receive it in the name of Jesus. The world's hatred. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Who right there? Because we know how this world is. And if the the world hates you, you got to remember it hated Jesus first. The world hated Jesus first. The world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer a part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me. Naturally, they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they will listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me. For they have rejected the one who sent me. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sins. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my father. This this fulfills what is written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the father. And will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. Family, you know, 
I was fellowshipping last night with someone, and I began to talk to them, right? And have you ever been sitting with somebody who's mourning, and the pain is so thick that you just gotta you just gotta sit there. It's nothing really that you can say. All you can really do is sit there and just be there. Just be there for them. Like there is nothing else that you can say. And I, I, I sense it. I sense it. And I know that the Father has spoken to me. Like sometimes, you know, the Lord's silence in your mourning is just because he's like, I'm just here. I know I'm here. Sometimes he's just quiet because he knows. Like, you know, it says the that when Jesus was in the garden praying, the garden of Gethsemane, that it says that he said, I was, I, my soul is crushed to the point of death. It says that he sweat like great drops of blood. You know, but we got to remember, Jesus also said, for the body is weak, but the spirit is willing. The spirit is willing to minister to you, is willing to give you the strength that you need. But you got to remember, on the cross... First of all, Jesus was, like, tortured before he even got hung to the cross. But don't you think he was, he felt humiliation? Can you imagine his pain? Can you imagine it? And he didn't even do anything. He didn't do anything at all. But it was for us. He did it for us. He laid his life down for us. And you see the scripture. It says. In verse 13. There is no greater love than to lay one to lay down one's life for one's friends. The Lord looks at it like. I just can't even fathom how much he loves us. Like it's just too great for me to ever understand. But it took for him to be broken to show us how much I love you. So if the greatest love is to lay one, there is no greater love than to lay one down one's life for one's friends. If he will do that for us, are we willing to do the same for him? There's no greater love than that, than to lay down your life. To be broken, to be humiliated, like he 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 wanted his disciples to pray with him, and they couldn't even stay up to pray with him. You know, he 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 know what it felt like to be broken, to be crushed, and nobody was there. Nobody was there. He was on the cross, beaten, and just just inches away from death seconds away from death and he still said father forgive them for they know not what they do he 
he still he still was selfless all the way up to the point of death even to the point where the people who were persecuting him he said please forgive them you know we 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 say on the cross we always talk about you know Jesus saying why hast thou forsaken me So he knows what it feels to feel like you're forsaken. Jesus wasn't forsaken. But it's just that moment it showed you. I know what it feels like to feel forsaken. I know what it feels like to feel like the father's not there. I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be crushed to the point of death. I know what that feels like. Let me mourn with you. Let me sit here and mourn with you. I know. I know. You know? But there's no greater love than to lay one life down. There's no greater love than that, to lay a life down. Family, sometimes the silence of the Lord is just simply because he wants to mourn with you. He sees your hurt. He sees your pain. And he says, I know you just need me. I said I'm here. I said I will never leave you nor forsake you. I said I wouldn't abandon you as an orphan. I said that. Do you believe it? Do you have faith even when you can't feel me? Do you still believe what I told you? Do you still believe that I am here? Do you still believe it? That's what the Lord is saying. Will you believe me still? Will you believe me? Will you have faith? Will you have faith? Yes, you feel forsaken, but do you believe that I am here? That's the revelation that came to me last night. It's sometimes that the pain is so thick. Sometimes it's just the morning is so much pain that all the Lord can do is just sit there. He just sit there and he feels it. And he's just there with you. And we'll be crying out to the Lord. Lord, come and save me. Lord, come and, come and help me. Lord, please. And he's right there. I was looking at the scripture, you know, where he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I want. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. The Lord is my shepherd. Wait, hold up. Ah, stat. We all hold up. Is it the Lord is my shepherd? I have all that I need. Period. Hold on, now I gotta do it. Now I gotta go look. Cause listen, yes, is she slacking today? She slacking today, y'all. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. That's Psalms 23. I'm sorry, y'all. Sometimes I told you I be having my brain farts. But the KJV, listen, the KJV does say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. A shepherd tends to the sheep, it tends to the flock. Do you hear me? We don't got to plead and beg out. 
for what the Lord is already doing. He's already tending and taking care of us. But sometimes in this walk with our faith and this walk with the Lord, sometimes the Lord has to put you in a situation to, to, to test your faith, to be like, will you believe me? It's easy to believe me when everything's going good, but will you believe me? Will you believe me when you don't have the evidence of being healed? Will you still believe me? Will you believe me when there's no evidence? When you don't know when this is going to end, will you still believe me? Will you still have faith in me that you will have all that you need? Will you believe me? Family, I just, it was like, this is just like a spur of the moment where y'all, it's just a spur of the moment. But I was just sitting here reading and I felt the, the need to come on here and say it to you. You know, breakthroughs, 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 you know, that's your portion. Believe God, okay? Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on. Let me read y'all something else. It's in Ecclesiastes. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 3. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear down and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all of their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on us all. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I conclude, there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. What is happening now has happened before. And what will happen in the future has happened before. Because God makes the same things happen over and over again. Family, when you read, uh, definitely the Psalms, but when you, when you just get into the Bible and you begin to see 
the pain in all humanity, like, you know, just the, the feel brokenness and the, the bear witness with, a with somebody that was like, that, that was on this earth a thousand years ago, you know, beyond a thousand years ago, but you get what I'm saying? And just to sit and realize your pain is the pain that they felt. Your pain is pain. Your pain can bear witness to their pain. Your hurt can bear witness with their hurt. You feel me? When you really get into the word, you'll start to realize you're not alone. You're not the only one going through things. God's word is alive and living, y'all. I don't know how it does, but it does. But let me tell you something. His word does it. It it just does it. It's alive. It it brings you back to life. And the one thing when you are in in a season where you know you might be in a season to be tore down. But remember it says that then it's a time to build it back up. But when you're in a season and you feel torn and you feel broken and you feel hurt and you feel just alone, nobody understands you. You feel like you're in a space by yourself. Even though you might not feel like bringing your Bible close, bring your Bible close. Bring it close to you. And just open it. You know, sometimes we'll ask the Lord, Lord, give me a word. And sometimes it just takes you just to open it up. Just start at the first thing you see. That's what it is sometimes. Believe them. Faith is the substance that things hope for. Of things that we cannot, that there's no evidence to it, of things that we cannot see. We're hoping. We all have this hope in our heart. And we believe God to do what he's promised to do, even though we can't see it. So, family, because I know y'all hear my phone ringing. That's not why I'm hanging up, but. Oh, I said hanging up, y'all. Y'all, would, we, we, we can't be on the phone. You feel me? We can act like this is a phone call, like it's a one-sided. But, family. Your suffering is only for a little while, okay? It's just for a little while. And joy comes in the morning. Believe that. Believe it. I don't know. All right, so, yeah, it's my baby birthday. <laughs> so he getting mad calls. He answered. But I love y'all family. I'm here for y'all. Pain is pain, okay? I understand. Pain is pain. I understand. I might not be in the situation that you are specifically in, but I felt pain. I felt brokenness. I know what that feels like, okay? And I love you. I'm praying for you. And don't give up. Don't give up. Your breakthrough is on the horizon. Okay? So, I love y'all so, so, so much. And let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.